Now we are going to present Borgeld, the Wild Borrier, written by Lindsay McCaw and adapted for radio by Kathleen Tigerman, Josh Peters, and yours truly at WDRT Viroqua 91.9 FM. I have to issue a fair warning in this one. Animals talk, and there are some people eaten in this in this piece. Which happens when there's a sixth Sunday in a month. <laughs> that's that's when you know people on the radio. Just by you just roll over and go back to sleep because there's there's never going to be a April. sixth. There's never going. Are there ever? No, there no. could never be. No. <laughs> no. Okay. In the deep forest of southwestern Wisconsin, two small game hunters wander into the nighttime forest, unaware of what awaits them. Nothing like small game hunting after dark in a thick woods. Plus the boss is just paying us to walk over the whole property. <laughs> Sure is quiet here, eh? Sure is peaceful and pretty. I can't wait to put up those luxury condos, eh, Jack? Shut up, Ned. Let's just get this over with so we can go watch the pack. They're gonna make hot dish out of those Vikings this time, eh? Keep it down, Ned. I think I hear something. Wait here while I check it out. Come on out. I hear you. Hey, behind that boulder up there. Jack! Jack! Jack, is that you? This warm, fresh heart and liver will nourish the young piglets in your belly. It's about time you showed up, Borgeld. King Boromir has called for you. You are wanted in council. I'll, I'll go in the morning. Right now, I, I must get some rest. Borgeld, you're so defiant. But that's what I love about you. Snorting and hoofing the ground, grumbling your name. It's great to be back, Hogar. Good luck, old friend. Boromir is waiting. There you are, Borgeld, my most trusted knight of the swineherd. Not a moment too soon. While you are out wandering around and around, indulged as you were 
I was dealing with imminent threats to the brood. You must take up your generalship of the swine at arms immediately, do you hear? Sire, I've been doing some thinking about that. Borgeld! That's an order. But, sire, in my travels, I must have seen what threatens us, and I know we must use a different strategy. I must work alone. Borgeld! There are seven score armed boars ready to march at your call. Leave them here, sire, to protect the brood, the hovels, the mud holes. You must trust me, oh great sire. You ask too much. Sending one lone boar to meet these threats is a fool's errand. It's a suicide. I've already been forced to kill twice, and this what? is What? Yes, sire. And this is only the beginning. Our the beginning. forces are unprepared. Mm. I can't waste time uh, arguing. I, I have a new family to provide for and a swineherd to protect. You. Borgeld! 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 This is an outrage. Borgeld forgets himself. He's defying not just me, but the entire organization. He is killed without my permission. Inexcusable! Our enemies will respond with deadly force. Borgeld has lost his mind. Hogar! You will sound a call to the swine at arms. We will march at dusk. Yell in the shouts. Fortify the hovels. Gather the sows! Yes, my liege, but perhaps we should not rush into conflict. Borgeld may know something we don't. I cannot risk what we have built on the whims of a wanderer. But, but he is heir to the snout ring of Borda Bortwin. His ancestors have protected the herd for centuries. Why would he fail us now? Why would he fail us now, I will tell you. The world, the whole world is different now, Hogar. It's changing so fast. We don't have time to wonder. Hogar, get moving now. Sora, the, the king doesn't understand. Promise me you'll stay in the village. But what doesn't he understand? No. The swineherd has always survived by hiding. Those who see us have never lived to tell. We cannot defend ourselves against men who are prepared. Once they understand us, they will simply destroy us. Our only advantage is stealth, courage, body weight, and vicious tusks. Boromir has forgotten this in his haste and fear. But, Borgel, what are you going to do? I must leave immediately to keep those men from fighting us. I must continue to ward them off as only I can. It's the only way. Oh, Borgeld, you courageous swine of the wood. I know you won't let us down. Place a greenbriar on the grave of Swinehilda for me. I'll return in three days. 
Tell the king he must not send our troops or my plan will fail. I leave you this offering of the green briar, swine Hilda. Protect Borgeld, mother of the wild swine of the wood, protector of the brood, sow of the sky, our great ancestor who led us with wisdom from the ancient homeland far, far away. Swine Hilda was born in a lovely hidden green valley in northern Scandinavia. And there was a witch queen who lived in a wooded castle. She had a special herd of man-eating swine. No one with ill intentions could ever pass on their watch. The witch bestowed her magic and wisdom upon the swine, and they kept her safe. It was a peaceful and regal life until a famine swept the land. The fields became barren, and people were hungry and sick. <coughs> In times, in the times of prosperity, the people had brought offerings to the witch. But now, the sad, starving people marched to the castle, angry. The swine stood guard, but did not stop these people for they could barely walk, and they were unarmed. No honorable swine could have attacked these poor, puny people. And the witch was silent. With her fire lit, she beckoned them with her hand to come in, and she offered every morsel she had, which they gobbled up hungrily, saving nothing. But still, it was not enough. They asked for more. More! More! more. Give us more! Shouting. More. We need some more! Crying out. When she was silent, they bound her and took her away. The swine followed, waiting, waiting for a sign from the witch. But it was too late. A trap had been set for them, and the great herd became food for the starving. Those were dark times. People were leaving. Some would sell everything they had to buy passage to the new world. They would have been at the end. The witch and her majestic swine 
but for one young lady, she had stopped at the empty castle to sleep on the dry floor while outside it poured rain. Oh, it is so terrible out there. I can take shelter here in the witch's abandoned castle. Oh, at long last, some rest. Oh, I hope. Oh, walking days and days of walking. It sounds like... named Swinehilda were tossing and turning on the waves on a boat to the new world. She was convinced it would be green and fertile and easy when they got there. Ah, Swinehilda, in the new world, everyone wears gold. When we get there, I'm going to work for a man named B.J. Reiner. He is a businessman in a frontier town in Wisconsin. Hilda, I can't believe you didn't get seasick on the crossing and not a squeal out of you on this train. Svanhilda. Uh, well, I'm so sorry for all of this. I, I thought the Reiners were nice at first and the rolling landscape was so pretty. But now they're beating me often because I do not understand the German. But here's some scraps for you, sweetheart. Oh, yeah, yeah. They are good, aren't they? Yeah, better than the slob. Yeah. Oh, but if Mr. Reiner catches me, he's going to battle me again. Had had enough. She busted through a fence. And she came to my window. I grabbed my things uh, and we ran off into the forest. Svanilda was happy in the forest, but after several days of walking and hiding, I became hungry and sad. We had been in the forest for more than a week, and there was nothing I could do. I let Svanilda do it down. Eventually, a young man approached us. I was sad about what happened, but 
I suppose so. It was my nails are my own grin. <laughs> And I knew he let you run and play. After a bumpy ride, I was turned out into a yard with a tremendous boar. I had never seen anything like him. He was pink and muscular, with gleaming tusks, a curly tail, a ring in his nose. He acknowledged me with a snort from the mud pit was obviously enjoying the spring sun. My memory of the other swine was a little vague and distant, but I knew this boar was impressive. Suddenly, he was walking toward me, snorting. Something in me clicked. I lunged forward and rolled using leverage, and I sent the giant boar sliding on his rear end. <laughs> Back into the mud wallow. I was ready for him. I stood, hoofing and snorting, ready for an attack, and he only chuckled. Laughter was a sound I had rarely heard. I relaxed a bit and watched him awkwardly get up. Well, well, you're a tough little porker. Is that how you greet everyone? I'm Bob, Bob the pig. Bob the boar, pig, pigly pig, old ham steak, whatever you prefer. Ah. So, you're a little cold. That's kind of funny. But you're different from the average pig, ma'am. You don't mind me saying? Mind if I ask where you're from? I'm sure you've never been there. <laughs> His politeness was charming. I could let my guard down with Bob and found myself telling the whole strange story of how I came from Scandinavia. He listened all afternoon, offering only attentive twitches of his floppy, oversized ears. I realized as night fell that I actually found him attractive. I let him get closer and closer. As spring went on to summer, I found that I was carrying a belly full of piglets. I was exciting and, and wonderful until I was moved to a new stall in the barn, alone. I had grown comfortable with Bob. We vined and stamped at one another. <laughs> Knowing there was a thin wall between us, but I was in no condition to bust through the walls. I was scared and lonely and began to wonder. I didn't like these walls and fences and the way that humans controlled my life. As soon as the piglets were born, I would escape. Then my piglets came. There were six of them. They peacefully suckled. I could hear Bob in his snorts of reassurance, and I was eager for the day we would all be together in some grassy field. Caring for the piglets made me calm and passive and they were healthy and growing until one day, the man and a stranger came to my pen. You bet, Jim. They're feisty, but they're the biggest porkers I've ever had. They'll be over 200 pounds by fall, easy. I don't need nothing fancy, just four legs and meat. Healthy pigs, about a half a dozen of them. If that's what you got, why, I'll take them all. Careful, Jim. You've got to have a good, firm grip. They're vigorous. 
That's the boar. He just broke through the wall. What an olive Hades. They broke the outer wall. They're making a run for it. Safe in the woods, they vowed never again to be in captivity. The brood of swine Hilda became the first wild swine of the woods. With skills learned from Swinehilda and steadfastness learned from Bob, they practiced defense, stealth, and made no compromises. In time, they were able to rescue other swine and increase their ranks. Bob became Borda Bortwin, the wise and caring father of the herd, an unwavering founder and general of the swine at arms. My piglets became great warriors. Their antics. <laughs> Both courageous and wild have become legend. And I became mother superior of the wild swine and keeper of the knowledge of the great ancient magical swine herd. I was a visionary leader and storyteller. I had a favorite green briar brush that served as a chapel. When I sat there, I could summon enough old magic to hear the voices of the past guiding my actions. And we were prosperous dwellers of the dark interior of the Wisconsin forest. Our very freedom and survival was ensured by our golden rule. Any human who sees a vile spine of the foot must not live to tell. After many generations of swineherds, Swinehilda lay down for her final and well-deserved rest. Slowly, Saura wakes from her dream of her ancestors. And her ancestress, Svinhilda. Saura is filled with strength, courage, and wisdom that her dream vision has graced her with during her sleep in the Greenbrier, a sow is approaching her. What is it, Sauna? It's your boy, Geld. The swine at arms, our mates, are marching into danger. And where is Borgeld to lead them? They are marching? They are gathering now to march at dusk. Borgeld is betraying us. You're wrong, Sauna. Borgeld is a great wild warrior and would never betray the herd. Sawa, where are you going? Sawa! Deputy? You sure this is where that big contractor said we should try looking for his two flunkies that went missing? Yep, I'm sure. Hey, aren't these the same ones where Sunders had tried to put down a road in the 80s? It was Penrod. No, yeah, Penrod. And a couple of his guys got hurt pretty bad. Jeez, didn't one get killed? Jeez. Maybe we could just leave well enough along. 
Maybe we can just quarantine the area. It probably has drug labs or, or landmines. I, I mean, it's pretty and all, but, but I think that Johnson's a little crazy to put all his money in this place. Who's going to want to live in a subdivision all the way out here? It's creepy, I know. Like someone's watching you. Those two flunkies, they probably just split. They were drifters. Let's just say we couldn't find them and leave it at that. You, you know, he's going to bring a dozer in here just as soon as we're done. Wait. I see something over by that rock. I'm going to check it out. Sure, 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 Trent. But, but let's, let's not, not be too hasty, though. I, I got a weird feeling about this. Oh, oh, let's spray him out of here! Let's get out of here! Let's go! I'm on poor Gel's trail. He went this way. He's very close. There he is! Sora, you've come a long way. I told you to stay at home in the hovel. Now you're out here in a dangerous place. You're in no condition for fighting or travel, darling. Borgeld, I came to warn you. Boromir is bringing several score swine at arms. Already they are marching. Oh, that changes everything. I have just driven off two intruders without a battle, and I had hoped to... Well, now there will be a fight, and I must make preparations. I will help you. Sara, you are carrying piglets. You must rest. It is for these piglets that I have come this far. I must help you achieve victory. Well, we must root the bases of these trees and tip some rocks. I, I think it will go faster with two. Of course it will. Even without tusks, I can keep <laughs> pace with you. That's my good and lovely sow. Together we can prepare the human trap so it will be ready when King Boromir and the boars get here just past morning. Now, poor Geld. Remember when we used to sneak away and sleep <laughs> under the stars? Yes, but this is no honeymoon. Can't we just enjoy it right now? Okay. I'm yours till daylight. They're destroying everything! Wake up, Borgeld! Quickly! Hold, darling! Wait for our king and his boars. Trust me, we must not act too soon. Oh, a moment more and they'll be out of range. Swinehilda in heaven, stop them! Just pray that Boromir is in the mood for a fight. Borgeld, we have to stop them. They're headed towards the hovels. We must wait, or our plan won't work. Trust me. Straight through here, Billy! Straight through here! I'll just slip her into low gear and start cruising. Hold on a sec. Something doesn't look right. Something doesn't feel right. There's a machine, King Boromir. I see it too, Hogar. Those machines are tough as rocks. We are in for a hard fight. I will wait for your command, my liege. We must stay unified. 
Only as a solid front are we a match for that. Boars at arms! This calls for a full speed, unified advance toward the machine! Yeah. No! Ah. Frontal charge, wild boars! Oh my god! Let me in the cave! Open up and kick her into full reverse! Now we block them from behind. Sora, now crack the tree! Oh no! We're blocked! Leave no trace of the bodies. Oh, poor killer. We have achieved victory this day. We have achieved victory this day. My liege, I, I fear we only just got lucky. If something had gone awry, we would have lost everything. You know it. My king, Borgel speaks truth. Saura is here? So, it was you who saved the day, even with a belly full of piglets. Halt! Save the hearts and livers. There is a sow among us, and she has fought bravely this day. You armed warriors do me great honor with this tribute. These hearts and livers will strengthen my porkers and me for the way home. A home we must protect, but not just with brute force. We must rely on stealth, wisdom, and skill, or we will not survive. Borgelt, I have to stop. Sora, my love, we're almost home. How are you? Sora, remember to breathe. <laughs> now, oh, now I remember how peaceful it is away from the herd. Maybe it's time for a little break from the king, from all the others. I feel safer out here. Maybe we could just stay out here for a while. Maybe we don't have to go back at all, Borgeld. <laughs> that was Borgeld the Wild Warrior, written by Lindsay McCaw and adapted by Carl Schlecht, Kathleen Tigerman, and Josh Peters. 
Josh Peters played the part of Ned Hogar and did sound effects. Yours truly was Jack, Boromir the King, Grant, Deputy and Jimmy. Adam was Borgeld, Jim and Trent. There's a Jim and a Jimmy in there. <laughs> Dodie was Saura. Thank you very much. Cat was Berta and Sauna. Jackie was Swinehilda. And Rusty played Bob, Billy, and did the part of sound engineer. 